0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we got an awesome episode for you. This one, I'm doing a real quick turnaround on it. I just finished having this talk about a couple hours ago. Usually I let them simmer before I do these intros and send them out to the interweb. But my guest today, O Stella, O replaced with a zero, Stella. She is touring the area right now, and I entice you to go see these shows. This Thursday, she's in Toronto at a brand new venue called The Cut, making Toronto history. First wave of musicians to perform there. Friday, August the 2nd, she's in Hamilton at the legendary Casbah. And Saturday, August the 3rd, she is in Peterborough at the Twisted Wheel. And if you don't know who Ostella is, you're about to find out. She's an amazing artist, moved to Canada from Dublin, Ireland, now living in Alberta, pursuing the dream, and just released her debut single called Fire, aka FIRE, as you'll hear in this interview. (laughs) You're going to hear all about how she became a solo artist. And around that, I want to dedicate this episode f- to the people who are pursuing something difficult. It doesn't even have to be music. Uh, maybe you feel like you're going against the grain. Um, we dive into that feeling that both me and Ostella both had on our journeys. Her and music, me and podcasting and many other things, videography, etc, etc. But... That seems to be a huge standout topic in my mind and my heart from this conversation we had today. And yeah, for anybody who feels like they're in a position like that, maybe second guessing yourself. We want to wish to you to keep strong and keep on going. And live the life you were meant to live. It's not always easy getting to the place. But I feel like some people have these compulsions to go for things for a reason. Even though there might be like a lot of risk involved. And I feel like sometimes you can feel alone or have the thought, what the fuck am I even doing? But stay strong and keep on going. And she actually mentioned uh, around us talking about that. I didn't even know. But her new single fire Kind of relates to some of those topics as well, which is, is it's awesome how that all came together in this interview. And yeah, I believe that's all I have to say for an intro. If you want to see those tour dates again, let you know if you guys are listening to this on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Talk anything else. Each episode has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. You'll see pictures of me and Ostella in the studio, all those tour dates, the new music video for FIRE, and some links to where you can get her music once the EP comes out, alright? So that's all I gotta say, here's Ostella, coming at you
1: right now! In Session.
0: Oh, Stella, welcome to Toronto.
2: Thanks very much. Yeah, nice it was, to be back.
0: It was awesome running to you on the way here. <laughs> yes. And uh, what's funny, I was telling you that too. It's like I got so many questions in my head, but I didn't want to like blow them all on the streetcar <laughs> ride right here. So it's great to finally let loose with you right now and everything. And exciting times for you. You just debuted your single, Fire.
2: Yeah. Yes. yes. Tell
0: me a little yes. bit about the lead up to that.
2: Oh man, this whole week's been nuts. Um I Tuesday in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, we premiered it on um on JS um, CJSR, radio, it's college radio in in Edmonton. Um and uh then it got played again, I think, on the Friday unreleased day um, on an event calendar show. And uh, then we had the single release party in Edmonton on Saturday night. And then um, Sunday morning, I flew out to Toronto. So ah,
1: it's been nuts.
0: exciting yeah. tour time. Teddy. And I need to talk to you about the whole lead up of, of this because it says debut, O oh, Stella. Yeah. But obviously, you're so excellent at what you do. This, You've been practicing your craft for years. I want to know, like, the first time you picked up a guitar or started singing, or when did this spawn off of...
2: um, I was going to make a really snarky remark about me just doing a a talent competition. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just stood in line for four hours and waited for someone to tell me I'm good enough. (laughs) Um, No, um, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. Um, I only picked up a guitar two years ago. No way. Um, Yeah, despite, like, you know, at the age of 11, giving, like tennis racket performances for my parents after dinner oh, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. dinner table mm. and things. And I'd been trying to take up guitar for years and years and years. But I'm um, uh, I'm one of those students that like I cannot learn from a CD or a magazine or, or a book or something like that because I need to have a physical teacher in the room to ask questions you know Mm -hmm, um and so i've tried a couple of times by myself and just got like insanely frustrated with it so i've always been a front person in bands and never really had an instrument i'd like farted around on piano a wee bit um so yeah i've been doing it since my first band i was in at 16 in dublin and then i went to art university in dublin and i think the Oh, the first year after getting out of university, I joined my first professional band. And um, much to my parents' chagrin at the time, they were like, would you not just go and be an art teacher in a high school? Like,
0: Yeah, the classic story. Classic,
2: yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I... I bargained with them and I was like, right, well, if you can give me two years to work on this and if it's not going anywhere worthwhile, then fine, I'll go teach in a school. So I think it got to within a couple of weeks of the two year mark. And I was like, I had already been in a professional band that was signed to a label in Dublin for a year at that time. And we'd been touring around Ireland on about 100 shows a year. The band was called House of Cozy Cushions. And... um yeah, and then it uh, yeah got to within like a couple of weeks of that two year mark, and I was like, right, see you later. I'm off to Canada. Bye. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so awesome. So, yeah. so you lived in Dublin your whole life?
2: Yeah, or? until uh, about 26 or so.
0: Ah, all yeah. right, all right. That's so exciting, mm. and like such like a culture difference, and
2: oh, very
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah. Um, I had my friend from Ireland as well on the show, Johnny Shea. Uh, same path, being a musician in Canada, and uh, he always. I always pick his brain about like the culture differences and stuff like that. And one thing that's so charming about when I hear about Ireland, he, he always tells me that if you're out there and you're writing like songs or even doing karaoke, you're looked at as a legend. And then <laughs> like people respect that, like the soul of Ireland. Where here, like some people, like they kind of shun that. Totally. And you really have to go against the grain. Like, especially, like, I feel like not all people in Toronto are snooty, but there's, like, <laughs> there's a bit of that culture absolutely like embedded in this scene. I, think I, like-
2: I agree. Like, I think um, it changes society a lot when the vast majority of your citizens aren't raised in an environment where, like, it's completely normal for the household just to, like, spontaneously start up a, a jam session in their house. Yeah, you yeah, know? the and sing song. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, my my household wasn't like that when I was growing up. I was mm. one of the exceptions in Ireland, but music was always first and foremost, like in some way, like my dad was a huge lover of music and I always maintain he should have been a musician and I think he's living, you know... Yeah, vicariously. Uh, vicariously yeah. through me at the moment, <laughs> but uh, he's very passionate about music and my mum also had her particular um, favorites and things. So it was always a thing, you know? Um, and similarly then like, uh, friends of mine in their families, they would all like have like jam sessions and stuff. Um, so I think it does change the perception in, in your society of music and, cul- arts yeah. and culture.
0: That's so cool. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's so connected to my heart too. Mm. Even like just being out, like having a, a drink with Johnny and his boys, like he's kind of like with like this Irish community and, uh, It's just like such a relaxed vibe compared to a lot of, not everybody again, not generalizing, but like a lot of people here, it's like a little less PC. Like, I feel like I could breathe when I talk. (laughs) I'm not trying to impress anybody. They love you for your scars. Yeah. And I was even saying like, he's from Limerick. I'm like, I think I'm going to, I'm (laughs) going to retire in Limerick. (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. Limerick's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, My brother,
2: my brother actually lives down there at the moment. So he does, um. Uh, on and off and uh, yeah no it's great crack it's brilliant down there yeah, yeah yeah and
0: um in a couple of days i believe it's the third you're doing a show in hamilton ontario right uh, yeah at the casbah
2: no it, that's the second the
0: second okay the second, yes August, yes yeah. so uh he him telling me about his hometown in Limerick and everything, he went to play a show in Hamilton. I'm like, you're going to love Hamilton. Oh. And he came back. He's like, it felt like at home. because It's just like <laughs> kind of gritty people. It's like a lot of like steel worker factory stuff. Yeah, color, it feels yeah. a little dangerous if you're like walking alone at night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So nice. if you're down with that vibe. You're gonna oh be, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah totally. that's Whereas
2: I think, um, conversely, I think Toronto is more my vibe because I grew up in Dublin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and city um, yeah, and uh, when I was, when especially when I was planning on moving away to Toronto, I was trying to save every penny I could get. And so I'd just, like, I'd be out on a night out and I'd walk home. Um, and. Um, not the smartest thing to do at like four in the morning as a you know you twenty something girl by yourself for, for a forty five minute walk. But I did the same thing last night walking home. From yeah, a, yeah, you were saying <laughs> mic and like you know big guitar strapped to my back like a walking target. But <laughs> like it just feels exactly the same as Dublin. I love it. Like I'll walk around for hours at night around here. I love it.
0: Yeah, that's cool to hear. And then. When you initially moved from Dublin, did mm. you come to Toronto first? or no, no,
2: I really should have. Like People always ask me, like, why would you not... Honestly, people's reaction is like, A, why Canada? And B, <laughs> yeah, yeah. why did you not go to Toronto? Um, but I actually, I went to Ottawa because um, that's ottawa for people
0: (laughs) (laughs) who think i'm saying oshawa didn't go to oshawa embrace the accent
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's too late in the day for me to do that yeah yeah. um but no i went to ottawa uh, because i had family living there and then so i did um a bunch of music there for a couple of years and then i went out to calgary alberta and that's where i started my first proper canadian band
0: That's cool. And and Calgary's got a music scene out there too. It does, yeah. yeah, It's like heavy with the country, I believe. Country
2: and indie is really good out there actually as well. Not quite so much as Edmonton, but it's still an active scene. Nice, nice.
0: So yeah, you've been just like doing your thing in Calgary and like kind of, I want to know how, like you kept mentioning the band, how did the solo stuff spawn out of this? Well,
2: I had a band called Burning Daisy in Calgary. That was my first proper band. And um, we had a mentor who turned into my own personal mentor. Um, And he was, I think, the first one to suggest that I go solo. And funny enough, actually, Burning Daisy only happened because when I came out to Alberta, to Calgary the first time, I had every intention of being a solo artist. Mm -hmm. And within a week of me arriving in Calgary, I found myself signed to an artist development um company roster and i suddenly found myself having to put a band of musicians together because i was like slated to go into western canadian tours and so i had like parts of songs written at that point and then the collaborative process just took off from there um and as i said i didn't play any instruments and stuff so very much was a um a codependent not codependent but a symbiotic relationship where like i yeah. needed them as much as they did mm-hmm. i and me and um so yeah so this band just came about instead of me being solo um so i loved it but i i always had it in the back of my head that i wanted to go solo and then the more people that kept chiming in my ear to go and do solo um then the nail in the coffin came when i got accepted to go Up to Edmonton to study jazz with McEwen University um, for a two year program. So I went up and kept Burning Daisy going for like the first year. Um, But it it was like a three-hour travel distance between me and the rest of the band at that point. Ah, yeah. And things were starting to fragment a little bit, I think, at that point. So I just called it and um, said I I didn't want to do the band anymore, which was the hardest breakup I've done in a long time. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, honestly, it took me really until the spring of this year, which would probably be three years, to stop wrestling with that decision. Ah, okay. And really feel like I had done the right thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And now you're full force with Oh Stella with with a zero, right? Yes, yeah. Yes. Just <laughs> to would, be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but also I feel like, yeah, we gotta hammer that in and yep. like it needs to catch on. And because also it's very like maybe initially, if you hear Ostella like me this morning, I was like trying to find your latest single fire uh, on YouTube, and I was just typing it with an O. Correct. And that I was the like, wrong oh, word to do? It? And then I went to your Instagram and <laughs> And then notice, oh, yeah, it's the zero. Yes. So that's cool. But like, I believe that's kind of like important to like get like a unique identity, you know? Totally is. Once it catches on, it's going to be like just so like search optimized and everything, you know? It's like there's... But I want to know where the zero came from.
2: Well, um, as every artist starting out is um, acutely aware of these days, um, it's really difficult to find a name that hasn't already been taken. And I had that problem previously with the first moniker that I had was Leroy, which was Liz Pomery stuffed together. And it turned out that there was um, a Polish rapper by the same name who'd been around for 10 years. Yeah. And I figured, ah, here, like, whatever, I'll spell it differently and blah, blah, blah. But it turns out he's worked with a ton of like North American um, hip hop artists and Stuff so he, apparently he's done more for Polish rap than anyone in the last 10 20 years. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, well, forget
1: yeah. that.
2: So he's up, the Drake of
0: Poland, right? kind <laughs> of,
2: he really is. And now he's a politician, go figure. But yeah. um anyway, so that wasn't going to work. So I knew I had to, and I was just about to go on my first UK Ireland tour that was last July. So I went off on tour knowing I was going to have to change my name. So I had no merch with me or anything, came home and went back to the drawing board. and I'm a huge PJ Harvey fan. Um, And one of her songs is called Oh Stella, Two Separate Words. Yeah. And I love one word names, so I made it one word. But it turns out that there's a huge amount of restaurant and hotel chains called Ostella. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah. so
2: my uh google search was going downhill rapidly and uh i was starting to really pull my hair out and then my friend just suggested well why not like omit or substitute the o for a zero and i did and that worked out and as i've been um refining what it is I'm trying to achieve with this project it's actually turned out to be a perfect marriage of the two ideal situations like I'm a huge advocate for zero waste and trying to do everything we can to save this bloody planet nice. and my music yeah. so it works perfectly so zero stella is how you spell it you say oh stella like nice. oh stella
0: <laughs> 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 nice can you do that voice one more time <laughs> oh stella <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> and it's crazy how like the music game too it's like you're no longer just thinking about the music anymore. You got to like go with the flow of the web and the lay of the mm. land and it's like so important. So it's it's cool to hear you break that down too cuz like some people I noticed they'll get a little bit of momentum in it and then they weren't like thinking about that. And maybe they could have like a common name and it just kind of gets lost in the shuffle or Absolutely. people can't find them. And
2: or like, worse now with Spotify is that your music goes into somebody else's profile entirely.
0: Oh, that, that happens? Oh, it, it happens
2: all the time, ah. which is just a nightmare. You can't like extract it again. It's so difficult to write that. So, yeah, you have to be very careful.
0: Yeah, yeah. So people listening at home, Mm. O-Stella with a zero, type that in. If you're on Spotify right now, give it a follow. The new single, Fire, is out right now. Fire! (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it sounds. (laughs) I was almost tempted to do that. And even like from watching the music video in... uh, like this morning too. It's such like a catchy hook. Yeah. Like that was like looping in my head until i seen you on like the streetcar. Oh. Like I almost just jumped to you like fire. <laughs> <laughs> but oh I'm like, God. don't be weird, Sean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would love that. If people could start doing that, that would be fantastic.
0: Yeah. Now that I know like your sense of personality, dude, yeah, I should have. Really. Like, you you <laughs> totally if should've. I could turn back time, <laughs> I should save the singing to you, the professionals. <laughs> but yeah, so this is part of a EP, EP called Little Yes Little No, also No spelt with a K.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) just you with
0: the word place, (laughs) mind blown. So, uh, is the EP finished now? It's finished. It's been
2: finished since May. I can't wait to get this thing out. Oh,
0: that's so exciting! So good. Yeah how uh, how many songs is on it? There's
2: four songs on it and a minute long uh, fiddle instrumental piece between those. Uh, the first two and the last two songs is beautiful. Cool, mm-hmm. cool.
0: What is the reasoning for the instrumental? Or is it just because it's cool as fuck? We,
2: yeah, basically, we, <laughs> yeah. we had this phenomenal fiddle player in, in studio called John Calverly. And we were just recording a, a solo part for one of the songs on the track. And the piece was just too beautiful not to use somewhere. So it turned out to be this beautiful segue from this big rocky track. Um, Pandora into this like uh, wistful, heartbreaking um, song. So it really sets the mood beautifully for it. So provides a nice little respite for your ears before you get into something a little heavier. So, Steady. Yeah, yeah,
0: cool transitions. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> 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 yeah. And uh, what made you choose Fire as the single <laughs> out of the other one? Did you just feel like that was like kind of a standout or just I, I, how you wanted to? bust out the gates
1: at
2: the time I felt it was the least strong of all the songs I was going to lead with
1: Mm. actually time
2: will tell however um and it's also the most radio friendly I felt yeah Um, yeah uh, that's really why and and it was between that and another song in the studio We really weren't sure which we were going to lead with. Um, And then the production on fire just turned into something special in the studio. And we're like, okay, this is definitely the lead track. It's great.
0: Yeah. Even like, I remember my first listen of that, I was... Think of talking to myself in my apartment. I'm like, "Oh, big
1: tune, big tune. <laughs> like, nude,
0: like, yeah." It just it sounds like it should be on the radio, and it has. Congrats! It has. Yeah, thank th- you. that's so so <laughs> exciting. So yeah. yeah, I guess your intuition on that was really like right. You know? Yeah, thank God,
2: my guts are good for once. That's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: have Have you had situations where the gut like? Um, kind of caused like an issue like
2: totally yeah oh,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. i
2: think we've all had situations like that where you you it's screaming at you and you're like nah it'll be grand sure just watch it'll be yeah. fine and then you see it all go up in flames you get <laughs> you're just Like ah.
0: humbled
2: <laughs> yes you do yes you do but you know what they're all like super important for learning from so
0: yeah definitely yeah. It's, it's crazy how sometimes at the time where you get like just floored with like a situation like that Like at the time, it sucks so much. You never want to feel that. And then, like, maybe some months go by and you think about it and you're like, you know what? There was a huge lesson in that. And maybe even like, Like make you grow as a person or evolve, so it's all part of like the process too. Totally,
2: as long as you acknowledge the bloody lesson inside there, otherwise you're gonna keep making. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that comes down to like pushing your ego aside. Like you got to do that. Some people they're just so massive. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) You seem you
1: seem
3: a little
0: like laid back. I don't know. Oh, it's
2: there.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So
0: like maybe you have those moments and you're just like, no, that didn't happen. I'm perfect or whatever. And I I feel like that can even cause like a worse like explosion of you like just eating yourself oh up completely inside. yeah oh God, yeah yes. toxic yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so people at home what did we learn today like <laughs> just be open admit your faults and listen
2: to your gut
0: listen learn mm. <laughs>
2: yes <laughs>
0: and what's cool is right now you're on a canadian tour a little bit of the east side
2: yeah totally Toronto. actually you know what okay. just before we get on to that yeah. that's exactly what fire is about
0: Really? Is,
2: yeah, is acknowledging uh, all the mistakes that you make. Um disp- it, Yeah, probably a lot to do with your ego. Um, because, like, fire is very much about, like, having a passion to go after what whatever it is that you're passionate about and having that fuel your drive. But it's a very fine line between allowing something fuel you and then drive your ego. And then that's where you get into yeah. dangerous territory, right? So a lot of the song is acknowledging where seed was planted and where it becomes this monster that kind of takes over and then and then taking ownership for that and being like you know what i'm not perfect but sod it that's what i am
0: (laughs) i didn't know this song was the story of my entire life (laughs) (laughs) this is my soundtrack now i'm just gonna wake up in the morning every day do you
1: know what do
2: you know what i was sitting at home in edmonton and this little cloud sat down on my shoulder and said you know there's this little guy Sean in Toronto he has this story you should make it a song no. yeah but
0: like, everybody <laughs> has that you listen goodness. to every episode you're like this guy's a
1: mess <laughs> I gotta write that poor guy a song <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's amazing <laughs> no. and I see you. it's cool you hit me up after uh, the Katie episode that's
2: right yeah yes. how do
0: you know Katie who who's also an awesome singer songwriter she's
2: phenomenal I'm such a girl of that girl oh my goodness she and I did the CMI program in Coalition Music here in Toronto in the Ah, spring. Yeah, yeah. And then she ended up being in my band. She plays bass for me. I had a uh, a show at Canadian Music Week in May, so she played bass for me there. So she's going to be joining me on this Eastern tour that I'm going to do this week.
0: Fuck yeah. Look at this. Yeah,
2: she's amazing. So yeah, so we're going to do Toronto on Thursday, which is the 1st of August, and then we're going to go to Hamilton she's not on me uh, on that show with me Um, and then she'll be with me then for the Peterborough show on the Saturday the 3rd exciting and
0: uh, when she plays bass for you does she take her shoes off as well this is her thing. Do you know thing. she does? I think, yeah, yeah she does yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 a quirky thing. I kind of dig I love it, it, it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's
2: quite a number of artists um, I've realised do that actually. Um, since meeting her, I've seen a few, and and when I met her, I was like, oh, I suddenly thought of a few other, like Josh Stone does it as well. Oh, okay, know, okay. She's yeah. a she's a brilliant um, UK um, soul artist. She's fantastic. But yeah, I think it's a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I, it's it's funny. Like a story she told, like on the podcast, where she was like playing for some. I forget who it was. It might have been like an executive or something. And they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, can you play for me?" And she's like, "Okay, yes." Yeah, I got to take off my shoes. Yeah! <laughs> 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 it's just like I can't play with my shoes on. Totally. <laughs> it's so random so and like infamous. adorable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, totally. Yeah. So I I saw her live for the first time a couple weeks ago, and I was oh. I was waiting for it. She pulled out her mat and she's like took off the sandals i'm like yeah let's go (laughs) it's cool to have a little gimmick and everything Totally, yeah yeah. yeah.
2: except like obviously like with her it's not a gimmick it's true genuine like she needs her shoes off to feel grounded you can dig your feet into it completely yeah 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 Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) really cool and yeah so after these dates you're going back to alberta doing another one
2: yes back to edmonton where i'm going to Record a few more music videos for the upcoming singles, um, and then to start rehearsing the band. Then Big Style for our EP release in November, which is going to be massive. Exciting! Yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah, and really you got to you got to keep in touch with us about that too, because like yeah. even like if you're not even in the city, we'll still like plug it on all our socials oh, I'd too. I love and, that. Thanks, and Zex. yeah, and speaking of, if you guys are listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TalkShoe, and any other of your favorite apps that I am missing, each one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com, and you'll see a picture of Ostella in the studio. You will see the video for Fire and links to the rest of the tour. I'm going to try to get this out before August the 1st as well, nice. And uh, and yeah, and you'll be able to just... Links to all her music and anything we talk about on this episode. Yes, yes. So, yes. so does it feel good to be back in Toronto? Like, like Brilliant. we were talking about before this. Like the vibes are a little different, mm. and
2: oh, I love it out here. It's yeah, so yeah. busy. There's so much stuff to do. The music scene is insane. Like every open mic you go to, there's someone that's just going to blow your mind at it every time. And like equally, Edmonton is the same way. But I love just getting connected with more people and the bigger community.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Even like going to like open mics, like whether it's like music or comedy or spoken yeah. word or whatever, you find some gems, and it's just oh, almost yeah. like uh, everything like negative you hear about Toronto goes away because you're finding like the core and like the hearts of like these beautiful people. Who
1: are Completely,
2: just and you know what? I'm. I it's it's an absolute tragedy yeah. that the open mic scene is not more of a thing to do for the general population yeah, every night yeah. cuz last summer i when i was on tour in um, ireland and the uk i had one night off when i was done all my dates i was playing galway and i played galway on the sunday night and then the monday night i went to their open mic and it was in the exact same tiny room that i had just played the night before and unfortunately we were like competing with like large arts festivals that were on that weekend so our um audience that night wasn't very good. But when I returned the following night on a Monday night, this tiny little bar that wouldn't hold more than like maybe 50 people was so stuffed with people that there was like people going out the door, down the stairs and everything. And 50%, if not more of those people in that room that night didn't even play an instrument. They were just there for the experience. And it was like hot and packed in there and everyone was whooping and cheering and stuff. It was such an amazing experience. And people who aren't musicians who are listening at the moment, you should try just going to an open mic one night instead of going to, I don't know, the cinema or watching Netflix for a change and go and meet new people in your city and see these amazing people. And it's so intimate and you get them at their most raw when they're trying out new material, they're taking risks. It's such an amazing thing to see.
0: Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, like the environments, like an experience itself. And I always say this too, to people, it's like, just because you haven't heard of something doesn't mean it's not good.
2: That's (laughs) your chance to be the coolest person in the city. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Before
1: they were popular. I feel like
0: (laughs) there's like, even though I've had some names on the show, like that's what I want to keep the spirit of the show is like, for example, you. This is your debut, yeah. And you show me the song. I'm just fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm, I want to be the guy to like break down your story for the first time and stuff. Because who knows? And I, I have faith. Like you're gonna keep growing and evolving too. And these like segments are gonna be cool to look back on. Oh, and yeah. even just like, I don't have the biggest audience, but just to share it with a few new years and like whoever like catches on, like that's just. I don't know it feels so good to be able to do that and that's
2: the nicest thing about smaller things like this is that whenever you do find the one person that's interested in you I love hearing from them personally and like getting like a relationship going with them I want to know who you are and what you do with your life like and and the smaller things like this are far less intimidating for people to reach out and like connect and things so I love that that's great
0: it's crazy even doing this show like with complete strangers I find like everybody uh, who I sit across from we end up being like really good friends yeah, after yeah, it's yeah. like we're all on this crazy Joan, like that's
2: very presumptuous of you i never said anything like that i know i'm just i'm not i'm, I'm assuming i'm don't sorry don't put me on spot like that. <laughs> i'm sorry this is embarrassing, <laughs> yeah. this is embarrassing. you've done I, it in front of everybody now
0: i i'm gonna I i'll cut that Awkward. out <laughs> 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 i love it <laughs> see even you talking like that makes me like even want to be your friend ah. but it's like
2: friendship accepted I, I don't i don't
0: know what it is it's like we're all like kind of like on like this journey of taking a different path than going to school and like getting a career, getting married, having the white picket fence and the dog. It's like yeah. we're kind of like in this weird jungle and navigating through the unknown and just like, I don't know, I I feel like unconsciously I'm like gathering like the zombie survival <laughs> <I> <laughs> group know. of like artists and, yes, and yes, we like yes, kind of yes. like keep each other strong and I shit know. like that. I so. kind
2: of view us as these like wibbly little beings in a cement city, you know, where we're like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm doing,
0: but yeah. that's fun, so I'm
2: going to give it
3: a shake. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> I'm going to walk into the darkness <laughs> yeah, without totally. my torch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Adventure. I can't see what's in front of me, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> And
0: it's scary and also fun, like too, oh. like I feel like I wouldn't have it any other way. And, like, I
2: tried to do it the other way, and me i too. I almost lost my Sanity. me too
0: i felt like i was turning into a person who wasn't me
2: totally and people around me saw even though i didn't see it they saw the decline in me like i got like crazy depressed and everything i never wished to go back there
0: yeah yeah mine was through a relationship was there one thing for you that was like leading you there was it maybe like pressure from society or oh going into that spot yeah
2: um yeah it totally was it was just honestly it was just trying to get a day job that seemed to satisfy all of the things I needed in my life, like a creative outlet, a physical outlet, all that kind of stuff. And then I just got kind of shoehorned into a job that I thought was going to pay more and be like, a ladder climber to be more creative, and yeah, it just yeah. oh those those rungs were just wringing the life out of me. Oh like, so, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Even like uh, I've had this talk with many people too. It's like sometimes you'll go for something because of the money, and then yeah. you get there and you realize money doesn't bring the happiness. <laughs> totally.
2: And you know what my my out was was that my boss at the time had um a son who was in a very successful band in Calgary at the time. He and I both played South by Southwest with our bands the same year and I was so sick of the job that I lied to my boss who was a good um, supporter of the arts because of his son and I told him I'd already been accepted to McEwen University up in Edmonton when I hadn't even applied yet Oh yeah, to say like just to get out of of the job and I'm like well sorry man I'm leaving and I think I was only handing my application in that like a month later or something and thank god I got into it like I don't know what else you like
0: manifested that I
2: did I absolutely did yeah yeah so I was glad for that. But McEwen ended up being my one life boat if I didn't go and do that. And I literally had to like lock myself away in a university for two years just to study music to make sure that when I come out then the other side I was like right, well I've invested so much already in music. Here on in, unless it's to do with music, I'm not doing it. And that yeah, was my ultimate
0: That's awesome yeah. to find that place too. And it's it's hard to get to. It's a battle, like uh even I find like some people They'll be in the midst of that, and then they'll second guess and have like almost like freakout moments. It's like, what if this is all like a mistake? And oh, yeah. Have you had those? Like, oh during that? yes, yeah, yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. oh I'm God. having one right now. Uh, Where am I? I?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: like it's and it's such a risk. Like financially, that was an enormous risk. I remember mm-hmm. like sitting in in an ear training class one morning. Uh, ear training is the worst class for me I'm awful at it and I just remember looking down at my site reading thing that we were doing and tears just dripping down onto the music sheet in front oh. of me because i didn't know where my next meal was coming from oh, that fuck. whole week <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. i'm like i don't
2: know what i'm doing here and this is the worst class i'm like i don't deserve to be here why did and of course like you know imposter syndrome is like rife and just on, on an all-time high i'm like i'm sure i'm gonna get a letter saying that it was a mistake that they you know accepted me and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. and especially going back as a, as a mature student as well you don't have the naivety of an 18 year old mm-hmm. you know how hard it is out in the real world having done music professionally before going in there you know and you know it's a big risk leaving the scene for two years as well yeah yeah um, but i'm so glad i did because i refined my skills and i'm a way better musician now so but and then like i said like right up until going to cmi even it was only in cmi where i was able to like talk things out and articulate exactly what it was i was trying to do and then when we finally got to like the workshop where we got to work on live performance, that my old Burning Daisy theatrics started to come back into the conversation and become relevant again in how I wanted to physically present o Stella. that I really started to feel like, oh, this is how I want to represent myself live. And yeah, it was yeah. such a great day. So it's been um it's been good days ever since
0: it brought back your fire <laughs> <laughs> now yeah, on spotify every day got to keep plugging trademark, it trademark trademark <laughs> yeah t m t m 2019 <laughs> <laughs> i love it no that's that's crazy and and you said you had that moment where you're like i don't know where my next meals coming from hmm. but like i feel like pushing through moments like that like, it'll make you so much stronger. And also being able to do that without, like, giving up, yes. it, it's meant to be, you know? True. It's, it's such it's a, a...
2: Like, St. Vincent is a huge um, inspiration to me. And she keeps saying, like, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy job for crazy people. And I genuinely believe it. Like, who would get into a career where the odds of, you know, by society standards of making it are probably one in... A hundred million at this point, with the amount of people doing music because of the technology advances and things like yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's yeah. insane. But
0: I also feel like too, like some people can overthink on that side, okay. and they'll have something special, and the world will never hear, which is like Absolutely. tragic. You know, well, that's
2: what I think is so awful and di- honestly disrespectful when non-musicians say to any creative. Um, who expresses their intention to go into this field, oh, well, you know only one in every 10,000 make it. I, like I, That is the most disrespectful thing to say to anyone brave enough to try something out of the ordinary. And it's it, because you would never, ever, ever dream of saying it to like an undergrad who's just gone into medicine, who's exploring the idea of being a brain surgeon one day, being like, well, you know only one in every 10,000 ever get the grades to go and specialize yeah. and even at that the suicide rate's so high why would you even bother let's just squish that dream right here and now yeah i feel like it's people not your business who, who
0: talk like that too they've already given up on whatever Keep their feet. thing was yeah. and it's just them projecting it's their ugly. own insecurity in seeing somebody who's like bright like you just going for it just yeah. like almost just putting up that wall is just like, it's not going to happen. And you know, know what?
2: That's, that's where ego is helpful, you know, because, yeah, yeah. because you have to believe in yourself to a point. And it's funny, like as, as much of um, supporters, like some family members have always been, others have been slower to get on the train, you know? And it's only ah, when yeah, you start yeah. to be able to manifest things that are measurable in other people's eyes that they start to understand what your vision has been the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you can really start campaigning for yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. It's it's interesting. That's kind of like my path coming to Toronto as well, oh, too. Yeah. Just like the family and everything. And like even some friends who used to be close to me before, too. It's just like, why are you even doing that? Like I just mm. had a cheap camera and a dream and I just like came out here. And I wasn't even great at it. I just...
2: Nobody ever is. That's yeah, the point, yeah. you know? Do you ever
0: feel like with the music thing you're just, you had like just such like a compulsion like burning in you and yeah. it's almost like a fire you might get yeah, the fire <laughs> now on spotify
1: <laughs> streaming on all services <laughs> yeah.
0: but it's just like almost like this unconscious like life lustful decision it's just like i'm fucking doing this just not knowing what's gonna happen and yeah. that's kind of like how i just jumped here like it it didn't make sense and some people like there was, there was some haters, but some people I think were just genuinely concerned about me,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which they should have been too. Oh, it's like, yeah.
0: yeah. Cause even like, like you said, you had the moment while you were in the program, like not knowing where your next meal is like, I fell into like so many situations like that eviction notice on my door is like what the fuck and yeah. but you get through it somehow and this this shit isn't for everybody and
2: it's not yeah it's yeah. not um but it does separate the 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 fairweathers from the careers
0: yeah yeah you know? and lots, lots of people say my show is so random because i get musicians comedians pro wrestlers authors or whatever but they all seem to like have this similar tone that connects all these episodes of that. Exactly Whatever right. that is. Yeah, that's the, like yeah. one of
2: my favorite podcasts as well called The, the Irishman Abroad. Um, right. And same idea, it's an expat Irishman, um, Jarlath O'Regan, who's a comedian, who interviews expatriate Irish all around the globe. And the same thing, sports, figures, artists, musicians, all sorts of things. Um, and the exact same thread always emerges. It's it's so common. It Th- is. That's it's so universal. so cool. I want to listen to that.
0: It's yeah, so good. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. I mm. love shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He always finishes his podcast by asking his guests um, the one lesson that they wished they were told, like a piece of advice or something like that. And it's really cool to get. It's such a a needle straight into the core of somebody's philosophy on life like because it's always different you know yeah, it's really yeah really cool.
0: have you ever thought if he were to ask you that question what you would say oh my god no i haven't oh, i'm trying to get it out ah. of here right now <laughs> 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 even as i'm asking you this right now too i'm just like imagine he asked me i'm just like oh yeah. yeah there's so much there's
2: so much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the one piece of advice gosh
3: but i god.
0: also feel like um my mistakes were like pinnacle moments of grow- growth, self growth and everything too. So Completely. it's like, do I want advice to steer me away for that? Or do I want to yeah. like actually feel that
2: totally. know, and humility
0: you know and like grow from it? Like
2: Agreed. And also I know that had I given myself advice in my early twenties, I would have done the same thing with that piece of advice, even if it was coming from future me as I do with every other piece of advice and probably be like, Oh yeah. Mm hmm okay, let me go and do exactly what you told me not to do. And I'll see for myself if you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Just stubborn. I have to find out for myself. Yeah. That yeah. I, I shouldn't touch the hot plate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: it's, it's cool to hear that he has a closing question. Now. When I started out doing media in Toronto, I used to work for this, uh, this, uh, website called beyond the watch. It's basically mm. photography right now, but we used to do like video, like stuff with artists who would roll through. And, uh, we kind of ask the cookie cutter questions, but then me and the guy who runs it, Steve St. Jean, shout out to him. He's probably the reason why I'm doing this podcast right now. But um, but uh, we're like, we need to just like throw in like a deep wrench. And then like we just like at the end, we're like, okay, this is the final question you can ask or you can answer it like however you want. And we're just like, what do you think life is? Oh, and we'd gosh. be like talking about like just like normal stuff. And, like, some people would be, like, so into it, like, excited to, like, and uh, or some people would be, like, like, oh, what do you mean? And <laughs> we're, like, we don't even know what we mean. Just, like, what comes <laughs> to your mind? Just rip <laughs> off of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Stella, <laughs> what do you think life is?
2: Life is a series of lessons that you're either open to learning or you're not. Mm. And it ought to be an adventure. It should be an opportunity to see a path less traveled and be, like, huh, I wonder and maybe take a stroll down that way and just see what's on the other side. Like, I think, I think it needs to be a full adventure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and your curiosity should, m- you know, maintain its levels that you once had when you were a kid. Otherwise ah, life gets yeah. boring, you know?
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like I, um, I agree with that, but sometimes, uh, like the pressures of the world will oh, make me lose that. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like I had a moment yesterday where I remembered that yeah. I just like I was sick for a couple days and I missed one of my friend's show and then I realized she was playing in a market and I'm like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna make the show yeah. and I was like my first moment after hibernating of feeling good I got outside the sun's beaming I see her she starts playing the set in this the street festival everybody's dancing in her last song it just started raining and we're all oh. dancing in the rain. Oh. And so then it, right after the song was over it's sunny again oh. and I was like that's like the earth magic or yeah. whatever but again it felt like I was like a kid and my soul was and I I was like just reflecting on it I'm like I wish that was every fucking day but I you, know. can, you make can make it, like it every day but in different scenarios.
1: Totally. Well
2: even just today I was coming back from a run and um I was walking past this one lady's house who has this magnificent garden um just off the Danforth and I was walking by just admiring her her flowers because I'm a huge gardener and this enormous monarch butterfly was just like flying and we were walking at we're traveling at the same pace that I was able to like watch it flap its wings on the breeze and watch it glide on the breeze and I know I had this giant geeky grin all across my face but it was such a magical moment to be able to see that it was like being the camera on David Attenborough's, you know, um, nature programs, you know, yeah, I was, I was yeah. that focused on this one little butterfly that it was so special and so intimate between me and it. And it it felt like it allowed me into its life for a little moment. (laughs) And it was so special. And it was so beautiful. And like, you have to find moments like that every day. It gives you like just like a
0: burst of endorphins and energy.
2: It's such a beautiful world everywhere. And it's so easy to miss it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? You ever notice like you'll have moments like that and you take out your phone and try to get a picture Uh, and then you look at the picture and you're like, that's not what I saw in my eyes. That was such
2: a waste of that moment.
0: Yes. And it takes You, you out. Yeah. there's moments like and i'm learning more and more now that are meant for only you totally
2: (laughs) yeah 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 you can't you can't capture that stuff it's it's not meant to be captured yeah
0: i do this thing now when i'm at shows where i'll like during the first song i'll take Mm -hmm. one picture and Mm -hmm. now i just throw the phone away and just try to soak it in because i felt for a while i'm like oh i gotta like post this on insta or whatever and like sometimes you you need to get away from that as important it is for like what we're both doing, yeah, you need to to breathe, and that's when like i don't know your passion gets lit again, and yeah, the creativity yes. and the inspiration happens from yeah. not your, looking through the screen, you know, and your
2: admiration for the other people on on the stage who are giving you stuff at the time, you know it has to be that give and take relationship because they're up there being brave and giving all of their stuff out to you. And if you're putting a barrier of a screen between you and them, you can't con- continue to commune with them. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's a one way street suddenly.
0: Yeah. And say you post it in the moment too, then your phone's buzzing with text messages yeah. and your brain's like half thinking, Oh, I wonder who liked this and shit yeah, like that. No, just funny. soak it in. Yeah. So yeah. when they see you on Thursday at the cut.
2: <laughs> yes brand new venue too yeah. very exciting yeah yeah
0: like I I never heard of the cut and you said you guys are like the first wave of performers going yes. through there Yeah, we're
2: like their first performance night it's going to be amazing and it's all girls as well there's Bex in the Disappointment and there's Posey J who's from Edmonton as well and she's living just moved out to Toronto as well young young amazing songwriter so she's fantastic so yeah. well worth seeing this night
0: just rolling in with the whole squad yeah, yeah. make it Toronto yeah. history yeah definitely. look at fire <laughs> <laughs> We're going to burn the cut to the fucking oh. ground the first and last day of that venue.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: I'll make a name for Ostellar yeah. one way or another.
0: <laughs> I notice about uh, Irish people, too, they love, like, a little bit of anarchy, <laughs> which, another reason why I'm retiring in Limerick, I feel, like, yeah. connected to that. Stop
3: City. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's yeah. amazing. So, before we play fire, I want to remind everybody that once again, if you're listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Google, play everything. I say this too many times that each and every episode has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. And you'll see links to everything, pictures, all that is Ostella with a zero. Remember that and type it in right now as you are listening to this (laughs) and yeah before we take off and enjoy this beautiful toronto day Mm. uh anything else you want to say
2: be nice to each other just be nice yes someone's having a bad day don't take it personally try and be nice yes (laughs) yes
1: <laughs>
0: don't release the fire like we're gonna yeah, do right save now save that
2: for parties and don't set anything on fire in name of me by the way I am just gonna say that <laughs> right now I am not to be held responsible for anything do you know I actually I felt really bad releasing this song for the be, to be the first single coming out because oh, of
0: what's going on over there
2: yeah I was so hyper paranoid about that I'm like is this the most insensitive song to nah, release yeah I
0: guess context, is context is everything context exactly yeah which, yeah, yeah. For people Definitely. who don't know in the whole like western side of canada it's basically like the forests are burning and everything yep and yeah, yeah. So we're actually
2: quite lucky we've had like a monsoon season the last couple of months we really haven't had much of a summer which has really helped but there's other patches then more north that are still burning away yeah, yeah. so yeah
0: hope the best for everybody yeah, out there. Hope that my dies to down everybody. let's yeah. let's get some rain out there mm-hmm. hope that fire stops and this one keeps playing. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: that's a good thing right there.
3: Make it beautiful